Coming to you live from deep within inside the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. We got some interbrand promotional people here with us today. Bubba Duke, unfortunately, was not able to make it. He had to take off and go to work because they called him in. So we have got... Two of my really good friends over at Love Wrestling. We've got JPJ and we have got Pluggo. JPJ, how are you? I am good, my friend. I am happy to be back uh, on this show. Happy to be seeing you. Uh, and I'm excited to talk some uh, some wrestling with you two. I get stuck with this guy once a week down here, you know. So <laughs> it's good when we get to branch out and talk to other people. Sometimes it's nice. We've become Lugo's the old married there. couple of love wrestling. <laughs> We're gonna be the old guys in the Muppets like up, up in the other, uh, up in the balcony. We can't stand working together all the time. We're like, we need some new blood in this place. <laughs> Every time that I am watching between two beards, all I can think of is grumpy old men. Yep. Just that <laughs> yeah. bond that I'm the Walter two Matthew of them Matthew. had right there. Pluggo decided to interject himself into this broadcast today, which I'm perfectly okay with. Because this is the first time that he has been part of this program right. here. Long Plug time, first time, baby. Long <laughs> time listener, things? first time joiner. I am doing well. I'm excited. I had to jump at the chance. I love Bubba right. Duke, and he wasn't available, and I had to jump in. I know JPJ jumped in first, but you know we're here to save the day, and you you were you were gracious enough to have both of the beards, and for that, I thank you, my friend. JPJ jumped in. I will let everybody know. I put the message out there to the oh. entire Love Wrestling crew, and it was within like four seconds that yeah, he had quick. responded back. Yeah. It was quick. <laughs> it I was like, I like really how he just leaves me quick. dead in the water, though. He's not like, you want both of us? He's like, no, me. <laughs> hey, I said something. I said something. <laughs> uh, Ed, good to see you coming in here. Thank you so much. B2B on TBT. Oh, my. The flagship. Yeah on the other flagship let's go baby <laughs> definitely let's go we're gonna start things off really hot right now new japan pro wrestling going into its 50th year and what's exciting about this right now is that they are actually going to be partnering up with another company to give us some amazing dream matches. This is going to be absolutely fantastic when New Japan Pro Wrestling, hopefully both in Japan and New Japan America, teams up with All Elite Wrestling to give us some amazing things, considering they are essentially in what we know as of right now, a long-term commitment with each other. I'm super excited about this. JPJ, what about you? How excited are you? Or are you excited about this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I mean, I want to see, you know, the forbidden door as they call it. You know, we've seen some new Japan wrestlers already involved in all elite wrestling. Uh, and it's been fantastic. The ones that we've seen. Uh, and I know some of us, you know, they've, they have not made it a secret. They have mentioned Okada on dynamite week right. after week after week, what seems like for like the last month or so, um, they've mentioned other wrestlers. They're like, yeah, this is good. This is really good. I want to see some matches. I would like to see CM Punk take on some of the new Japan wrestlers. I would like to see Brian Danielson go against Zack Sabre Jr. That would be something I would very much like to see. 
I would enjoy that. I I definitely yeah. would enjoy that too. I have definitely enjoyed seeing Murder Grandpa on AEW. Oh, yeah. That has been absolutely fantastic, and I love it. Plugo, give me your thoughts. Uh, I'm excited for it if it happens. I know the. I just heard somewhere that the COVID restrictions in Japan have tightened up immensely. So hopefully, that doesn't affect this partnership. So I. But if we're just going to say it's going to happen, like of course I want to see you know. I would love to see a Bushi and Omega mm. in this setting. I'd love to yep. see a Bushi Daniel Bryan, Okada versus the world. I don't care yeah. if that guy gets anybody. I'm happy with that. Um, give me, like you said, Zack Sabre Jr. Give me Leo Rush. Like that would be so much fun. Yeah. Like just so many options. I love this. I, I tell, I think we've talked about it many a times. It's like the forbidden door is a good thing. Open it up, give people dream matches, let it happen. Like, don't ha- you don't have to live in a bubble that your promotion is the only promotion. There's so much wrestling out there, and this would be a perfect idea, especially if New Japan wants to get that that footprint in America that they're working mm. towards getting. This would be a huge step. I think it definitely would be. Now, New Japan, if you don't know anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling, they have a lot of factions within their organization. Do you feel as though it would be beneficial to maybe bring one of those factions over to have some dream matches? Or do we just take individuals from a number of the different factions? Plugo, what do you think? Do it. Faction versus factions, fine with me. I don't Mm -hmm. think... I like what AEW does with their faction. I know some people don't. But I like the idea that somebody always has somebody to run with. And who wouldn't want to see the old Bullet Club members versus the new Bullet Club, right? Like, who? that's just that just writes the super click, if you will, with uh, the Bucks and Cole taking on, admittedly. I think it's Jay White. And I know Jay White and Chris Bay. I don't follow a ton of New Japan, so I apologize. It's not because I don't find it interesting. I keep up on what I can, but sure. it's just there's only so much wrestling in the. <laughs> I mean, the Bullet Club is still a pretty big faction. Like yeah. you mentioned, yeah. there Jay White yeah. is there. I mean, you've got Chase Owens in there, Bad Luck Fale, Tox Fale, uh, you know, a number of different names, and then even some that you know have kind of made their way over into uh, AEW a little bit, and then MLW and Ring of Honor and Impact, and I mean, the Bullet Club is pretty much everywhere, everywhere. once again which is fantastic because I'm still a mark for the bullet club. I definitely am JPJ. Your thoughts on that. Do you think single faction or Um, members from, I mean, I'm all for them sending as many people as they, as many people as they want to send to grace my television screen to make my viewing pleasure better. I'm all for it. However, I do think the bullet club would be, if you could get the full bullet club, like the original full Bullet Club over here in America for like, even if it's a month, like right. just a mini run like that. And you could have them. They had, like you just said, they have members in Impact, MLW, AEW. Like they could just show up everywhere for a month. Like imagine, like I know we're focusing on the partnership with AEW, but imagine like the original, they were just popping up everywhere and just taking out all the other promotions like that. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Who was that? Who was that guy? Hikaleu? Is that how Hikaleo. you yeah. Yeah. And he wrestled on AEW. Like I was, I was like, I need more of that guy. Like mm-hmm. he made Lance right? Archer look like a normal sized man, right? Yep. So like 
that's what I love about this Forbidden Door, and that's what I love about New Japan. They bring them over because what I do is if I see a wrestler and I and I get enamored with him, I'm gonna him or her, I'm gonna look it up, right. and then I'm gonna fall in love, and then I'm more likely to watch more wrestling. And I think that that's the goal here is to watch more wrestling. Like when when uh, when Jericho did that run in New Japan with Omega, it was like one of the highest buys in. New mm-hmm. Japan history because you, you had a name and then you start to follow and you see, okay, who's this bullet club? Who's that guy? And then you start to, you know, it, that's, that's the beauty of the forbidden door, man. More wrestling is not a bad thing. That's all I'm going to say. It's better no, for everyone. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. Um, anyone that is watching, listening, whatever, give us your comments too on any of these topics that we're going to talk about today, because we love the interaction here on love wrestling and turnbuckle talk we got the wordsmith coming in yeah, watch buddy. all hey, the wrestling 100 watch all the wrestling yeah. i mean there's it, it's all out there no matter how you want to grab it i don't you know necessarily say go and find it illegally but find it however you <laughs> can you find it and watch yeah. the professional wrestling wink wink yeah. yes <laughs> Some professional yeah. wrestling that um, maybe isn't so much of a dream match that people aren't going to want to see and that I can guarantee we are never going to see in New Japan or AEW is Goldberg's <laughs> final matchup. Now, this one here is a little bit interesting considering who the names are that they are looking at having him face for his final match within the WWE they are saying okay mm-hmm. so we've got um Roman Reigns okay and we've got Big E those are the two names that they've that they've been floating around right now as Goldberg's final matchup my question is why the hell is Goldberg going to be facing <laughs> any of the conglomerates champions in his final matchup. To me, it makes absolutely no freaking sense. <laughs> Plugos, Plugo, you got your hand up. Bro. I never raised my hand. But I'll let him go. Show, but on your I'll show, let him go. I'm going to raise my hand and step in and answer your question and say, go ahead. Vince yeah. is so out of touch. <laughs> like, he's it's still not thinks, such good shit. He thinks that this is Goldberg of 98. And I've said this a thousand times, and I will beat the drum. If you want to have Goldberg come on and squash the shit out of Dolph Ziggler, do it. That's awesome. That's a perfect use for Goldberg. But we don't need to see him interjected into the main title feud every time he comes back. His matches, they have to do so much just to get the match where it needs to go. Like the thing with Lashley, there were so many layers and so many hats put on that thing just to get it to like 11 minutes so it looked like a real title match, right? right. And again, keep getting your money. Keep getting them checks, Goldberg. I'm cool with that. That's fine. But I just, it just sends this weird message when all we're crying for as fans is something new, something different, especially in the WWE realm. Give us give us new. Give us the Big E's like, come on, do we need Big E wants Goldberg? So that's well, the only yes. reason I'm gonna allow it. Yes. But it's like every time he, and is this really his last match? Come on, man. Well, that well, that that's another thing too, is I if Vince throws him another check, I I I just you, can we fully believe that it's his last match? A and B, 
we know it's going to be for a title because they always put him in that position because no matter when he comes back, no matter how often it is, Vince, the guy in charge, looks at Goldberg as this guy draws. He draws. People will watch the show because he's in it. That's not the case. It's not the case. And before anybody says like Edge... And throws edge out. They, at least they made no, the an, it. No, the answer is Biggie. You know what I mean? They that, made the it. answer. No, is I just Biggie. meant like Edge being in the title picture. At least they made no. him earn it. <laughs> yes, know? he, he won the rumble match with with Randy Orton, right? So like he, he like he went through a lot, right? And he, you're right. Edge earned that. What the fuck is Goldberg earned? They just. I, he just, I almost he dropped just, an f bomb. He just he just shows up and goes, "You're next," and they're like, "Oh, okay." Like, Make him earn it a little bit. Word Smith coming in here saying it is such good shit. We don't know. We don't know what we want as fans. Oh, wait. I just got future endeavored. (laughs) Poor Word Smith. Go buy a Christmas Uh, tree. You'll feel much better. Oh, no. Oh, no. These two. Or four. Um, Or four. Yeah, or four. Or four. Yeah, I just think. I'm all for Goldberg having a like a bigger match for his retirement re- retirement match. Like, yeah, okay, cool, that's great. It's going to be for a title. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that like things over there are not going to change. I I, ju- I just that's that's where I'm at. I'm not saying that I'm unentertained every time I watch it. There's good stuff on the shows that I like. But it's the same stuff. Sure. It's the same cycle. It's the same stuff. It's the same people. And after a while, it's just like, okay, well, you know, I you got to spice it up occasionally. And it just feels like they're very comfortable at just doing what they do. So it's he's going to fight for a title. And we're all going to know he's not going to win it. And it's going to be a big time match at a big time show that we all that we all know with the outcome. And there's going to be no drama and. It's gonna be that, you know. What if I would absolutely it? love to see it come down to? Oh wait, who's returning right now? Brock Lesnar. Let's take yeah. Brock Lesnar and put him into a little bit of a program with Goldberg, and get rid of Goldberg. And I would be happy with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. There, there are two guys who are from that kind of generation, that era, yeah. right? Goldberg a little bit, you know, further back. But two guys that are that are relatively the same size, relatively the same style of work. So the two of them can go out there and just do each one of their finishers three times. And there's the match and we're good. Right. And like, I think personally in Goldberg's this this run with Goldberg, the best match he's had was the WrestleMania match with Brock. Yeah, I, I think far and away. It was eight minutes long. It wasn't a long match or anything like that. Might have even been like six minutes, maybe. But like, it was a good match. It was like that was easily his best performance. So, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not against them running that back as a last. But if Biggie, here's my thing: if Biggie's the champion, and Big, and we know that Biggie wants it, like he's openly said, like that's his dream match. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what he said. Um, and if he wants it. And he's the champ. I think you know he's earned the right to be like, all right, we'll we'll get like if you want it, it's yours. You know, we'll let you have this dream match of yours. You'll retire Goldberg, and uh, yeah, that'll be that. 
Yeah. If it's Gold, if it's Goldberg Big E though, here's the thing. They say last match. I don't think that's true. I think you give Goldberg a retirement match. But do you have Brock retire Goldberg? Is that the move? Like who retires Goldberg, right? I it's mean, not going to be Big E. I mean, that'd be nice. That'd be a huge, nice feather in Big E's cap, but I don't think that that's the guy that does it. I don't think that's your money marquee match, and I think that that's what they're going to aim for is probably one more. I mean, they did it with What Taker. about Cena? Cena? What about Cena? That'd be fine. If Cena came back, maybe you could have like a career yeah. versus career or something like that. <laughs> what about Braun Breaker? Breaker, Breaker, car. Yeah, you could put over a new guy. You right. could put over uh, – sadly – I think Braun Breaker right now is the only down the line, down the line, and it's a tad off topic, so I apologize. But I think Braun Breaker is the only guy I see under the WWE umbrella that could potentially, with the right push, beat Roman. I have already said that. I have already said said that. There you go. There you go. Great minds think alike. I think he's the only guy remotely that is like, who? nobody on the main roster right now is going to be the guy that beats Roman. At least not positioned even close to that. I feel like he's the only potential guy. I think exactly what's going to happen, and I could 100% be wrong on this, but my prediction is Roman Reigns is going to be keeping that championship until WrestleMania, where he has a matchup with The Rock, where, yes, he retains over The Rock and then goes on to SummerSlam, where he then loses it to a quickly pushed braun breaker oh, yeah. to the main roster yeah. that's how i see things going but who am i yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I mean, we're here it's crazy it's whoever crazy. it is whoever it is that beats roman immediately is going to be put on the map right so why not oh, yeah. do it with braun breaker mm-hmm. i hadn't thought that I'm not the great minds that you two are, but <laughs> I love the idea, right? But that's the thing, and that's what I the WWE needs to start doing some of this stuff where they strap some of these rockets to some of this talent and just see what happens, right? They they're so in the box of like, well, let's not do anything too crazy, but like that's why people are pulling away because we just know, right? You said it, but there's no chance Goldberg's gonna win. Mm-hmm. So immediately, if you're already in your mindset going, he's got no shot of winning, like it takes a little bit out of the steam of watching the match, right? So mm-hmm. I'm hoping a guy like a Braun Breaker or somebody, maybe if Von Wagner ever gets a personality, somebody big that can just take out Braun early on. Why, or not Braun, I'm sorry, uh, Roman. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I, I'm all for yeah. that. So just do it already, WWE. Make it happen. <laughs> Roman will be fine if he takes no, it Roman out. Roman has to hit after, two years. Roman has to hit two years. 700 days his chance, he'll be fine. Yeah, he needs to hit Walter. If Walter comes back or wants to wrestle right? in the states, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be all about that. That would be amazing. I would love that mm-hmm. very much. So now, do you do either one of you two have a uh, streaming subscription service like a, yeah, an Amazon or uh, you know uh, any any of those Netflix anything like that? Yeah, got a, got a few. Okay, got a few. Got so a few. now, what about Disney? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I have that. I have Ooh, four. Gordon. I have four kids. Absolutely. Do we have Disney Plus? I watch it almost daily. So I watch Disney. Yeah, I watch Disney Plus all the time. So what, what if the WWE were to be on Disney Plus? Would that be a win? Yes. Better than Peacock. Peacock's yeah, then terrible. I get, then I could get rid of the cock. Yeah, I can get rid of the cock because Peacock is trash. Before bro. you go where you're going, yes. So. I just did a podcast, the Royal Rumble 
eliminate some rewind. I'm sorry, I'm blanking. I had a long day. <laughs> I just, but I had to look for a Royal Rumble in 1998, and they have everything by season, but it's not in order. Well, I jumped down to the first season, okay, which is gear 94. You go up to the second one, it's like 98. Then you go up to the third one, it's like 2012. Peacock is garbage. <laughs> I yeah, missed the bad. network. Disney oh, Plus, bring it. Come on, buy it. Yeah. The, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the early rumors right now. Early rumors are that the WWE may end up being purchased by Disney and making live TV programming for the WWE available on a Disney Plus package. Hmm. So almost the same thing that, that the Weacock is doing. And um, but with Disney in, in so that's uh really interesting, and I know that that's something that has really been talked about for a f- number of years now. And I mean, there's been talks about maybe Amazon, there's been talks about Disney, there's been talks about like Fox even and stuff like that. But I kind of like just like Ryan says, Disney Plus would be golden. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, this one here too. The wordsmith coming in there, all hail the house, house of, of mouth. <laughs> and if you even if you if you kind of stack it on top of each other, Disney's own ESPN. So you could throw SummerSlams, Manias on ESPN Plus, package it up, bundle it up like they kind of do at the UFC. Would I like going back to spending sixty dollars on a pay per view? Probably not. But you know the things you do for better content, more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of more money. We have some talent that has been in talks with another company as of late. And I'm probably sure that there's going to be a little bit more money involved. Maybe not so much for some of them, but for others, I think that there definitely would be. And I'm going to run through just a list of names that are rumored to have been talking with AEW from the conglomerate known as the WWE. We're looking at names like Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Kyle O'Reilly, and Charlotte Flair are all names that have been in talks with AEW for future runs. Now, any of those names there stand out to you as ones that could be there within, let's say, the next six months? Oh, Kevin Owens for sure. I, I think that I think everyone I think everyone's aligned that that's that's happening. I I predict he will be the big debut at Double or Nothing in May of next year. I, I think he's that guy. Um, Can you wait until May with him? His contract's up January, end of January. Yeah, that that's enough, right? He does, he, Ninety, he 90 he days. Know, if, he, if he fulfills his contract, well, yes, if, oh, that is true. If he does he fulfill the contract, he can show up the next day. Right? Yeah, yeah. That might change things, but I think someone like that. You want that at a, I mean, they could do revolution in February. If that's the deal, you could, you could do that. Um, but double and nothing is one of the big two. So I felt like a guy of that stature would deserve that. But I mean, revolution would be more than fine. <laughs> I would be the, this, the day he wants to go there is fine with me. Yeah. Um, he stands out. I mean, the name that sticks out the most of that list is Charlotte. Obviously. Like if you, if we were having this discussion, a, even a year ago, yeah, everyone would be like, no way in hell Charlotte is ever leaving WWE. Right. But you hear the stories that have happened, how she doesn't have many friends anymore. She's difficult to work with. 
and all these things. I, they unfollowed each other on social medias for some reason, but like, I'm still pretty sure her fiance works there. Um, I'm sure he's telling her how great the company is because everybody that works at AEW talks about how great the company is. Um, if she's not happy with creative, because WWE creative has been garbage for a decade now, why why not? Her father jumped around. He went to where he needed to go. Right. She she is a flair. They didn't care about where they did it. They just wanted to be the best. So, and I think Charlotte of all those names, that would be the biggest one, right? Like Charlotte would be like, if she showed up in a different company, specifically AEW, that would be, and that's a good one too. That's a good one too. Um, it'd be crazy. We have to mention oh, that because, well, yeah, this goes out as audio as well. The wordsmith coming in saying Charlotte would fit in. Wow. And I believe is women of wrestling. I think mm -hmm. that that's maybe what he means. If that is, I agree with that wordsmith. 100%. I agree with that. Charlotte would fit in, in women of wrestling organization. Um, I don't know uh, the, the, the whole Charlotte thing. Everything is really coming out, right? And, and it's being mm -hmm. talked about and it's being put out there on social too good. Is that going to be a detriment? Maybe she's in talks with AEW, but is AEW just maybe entertaining her for a few moments? And at the end of it, going to go we understand how hard you are to work with. And maybe we don't want to work with that. I mean, yeah. people said that about CM Punk too, you know, how hard he was to work with and they, they went ahead and signed him. I know I might be apples and oranges there. Um, with Charlie, that seems to be the narrative of a lot of talent lately is they're hard to work with. They're hard to deal with all the last round of releases. That's all they said. I think if AEW, you know, has no been known and shown to give creative freedom to their talent in a sense, maybe not fully, but I think that would maybe ease some of Charlotte's hard to work with, right? If she's backstage complaining about storylines and creative direction, is that hard to work with? Or is that just somebody that cares about their craft and their brand and what they're doing? And if AEW is saying, Hey, come here, tell us what you want to do and we'll make it happen within reason. I think that that would eliminate some of my problems, you know, complaining. I mean, we I've used this example before. Stone Cold, he picked up his ball and he went home when he didn't like the creative direction of the match, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. was he hard to deal with or was he just, you know, not happy? Mm -hmm. But we let that slide. So Charlotte, that's a big name. Here's the thing. All those names you said are great yeah. names to have. I think any roster benefits from having all of them. My concern is with AEW is kind of like when Pluggo goes to a buffet. Are my eyes bigger than my stomach, right? Because you're seeing all these fun toys, and then, you know, because there's still rumors that there's uh, Bray Wyatt's out there, right, still available, and you want him. And you, you, Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, Kyle O'Reilly, and then if you add, if you add it all, what are you going to do with the talent you already have? It's very deep right now, and that's Sounds like a great problem to have, but it does become how do you give enough proper TV time to all these people to keep them happy, to keep them going? Because if you're not putting them on TV, 
weekly some big personalities like a Charlotte Flair, like a Kevin Owens, and then they become disgruntled. Or maybe, you know, Malachi Black all of a sudden decides, well, hey, I'm not getting as much shine anymore because you brought these new toys in. I want out. It could spiral. So I just worry. I would sign all of them. Absolutely. I think they're all great. If if I'm fantasy booking, give me them all. Charlotte Flair, I think if you have a chance to take her, that completely transforms your women's division and makes it like second to none almost because they leaps and bounds have gotten better. And who wouldn't want to see Britt Baker, Charlotte Flair? That would be. Give me that. Honestly, honestly, when you think about it right now in WWE universe, Charlotte would be the biggest. That would be the biggest one, right? Like Roman, obviously, yeah. but like I'm talking like yeah. Charlotte would that would be re- crazy. That Maybe would be like crazy. If Seth Rollins decided, no, I think Charlotte's bigger. That would Charlotte Seth. would be bigger than that yeah. to me. Bailey Charlotte or is Sasha, like Sasha, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I feel it's like tough. Charlotte it's is. I feel like Charlotte is like at the top. If she went there, it'd be like holy moly. What? Yeah, you're not wrong. To, I think that's true. Yeah, Charlotte, that'd be crazy. And it's a possibility. I, I, it's a possibility. Not going anywhere. Roman's no, no. Lifer. And then everybody. After, yeah, you're right. I think but I feel like everyone. Th- I, I feel like that's what we all thought of Charlotte too. Like, oh, Lifer, they're twelve time champ, thirteen time champ. They're gonna have her beat the record. She always wins. She's all the. You know, if all of a sudden it was like, uh, no, she left to go here, it'd be like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, Wordsmith, that would have been amazing, and it would have already happened if Tessa wasn't such a problematic human being. Yeah, because that, like, I was talking about that this weekend. Tessa, because I watched it all in, was the next. She was supposed to be the next thing mm-hmm. in wrestling, and everybody wanted her, and then all that stuff came out. And my, had she just completely fallen, and that would have been an amazing, you know, Flair Blanchard, get that. Um, oh yeah, I'll bring all that right. old stuff up. Yes, but. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see that unless Charlotte goes I all the way down to WoW, but I don't she think she's going to. CBS ain't. I don't know if CBS has got Charlotte Flair money. No, I <laughs> they probably do. Probably. <laughs> we do have to give a huge shout out right now to, yes, our fearless leader who has decided to come in here. Hi, friends. A three handsome gentlemen doing their thing. How could we not tune in? From our fearless leader, Spencer Love. Thank you so much for dropping in. I really appreciate that. I know that you're a busy man. That is true. (laughs) Don't worry. I haven't broken any budgets. No, we're we're being tame tonight. We're being tame. We're just chatting some good wrestling. Just chatting some good wrestling. Speaking of good wrestling, this year I was super and very happy to see somebody has celebrated a huge milestone within the WWE and it's amazing that we can actually talk good things about WWE not that not that everything isn't good within the WWE but this is something that's just amazing Natalia has wrestled her 1400th match she did that at Survivor Series. She has wrestled more matches than any other female superstar in WWE history is what the WWE has put out there for Natalia. Like that's that's amazing. 
amazing. A Canadian girl. Yes, I am Canadian. Yes, this program of love wrestling is Canadian. A Canadian girl making history within the company. What do you guys think about that? I think it's impressive. I think it's impressive. It's longevity. Uh, I've, I'm sure she's had one, I'm assuming, but she seemed like someone who's like almost never been injured to me. Like, I don't remember a, a long period of, period of time where like Natalia wasn't there. You know what I mean? Right. In the last, what, 10, 12, whatever, how many right. years? You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember her being out for a year because she was injured. Or something like that. Like I feel like she's always just been there, and she's in the, some way, some form, some capacity. Yes. And they you they the trust that they have in her is anytime someone's having a debut feud, or anytime someone's having a oh they're coming back from an injury, they wrestle Natalia because they know Natalia is going to a make them look good and b going to be safe, not hurt them. She's a Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, hundred percent, super hundred percent. Give her to Natty. Natty yep. gets it done, right? Correct. Natty for me is the perfect example of why I love wrestling because it's so subject, right? She may not be, you know, my cup of tea character wise, right? Yeah. But I know that she is phenomenal in those ropes, right? And I know that she's a great wrestler, and she's not going to have a bad match, and she's going to do her job to her fullest, and that's what I love about the subjectiveness of wrestling. I don't have to like because they have trouble getting her over. I don't if it's her or them. I don't know what it is, but like you said, you can't fourteen hundred man. I don't care who you are. That's impressive, right? Yeah. That's yeah. insanely. That's long. Like you said, longevity. It's amazing. It's good for her. I I hope that they give her just out of pure respect and she's earned it a run, like one more run at the top. Put the belt on her. It's not going to hurt anything, right? Like she would be a great, like with Liv and Becky coming up next week, right? If Liv pulls it off, like that'd be a perfect first opponent for Liv Morgan, right? Natalia's put her on the map, put Liv's reign run, give her a month with it. Why not? I don't know. I just, I, Natty is Natty, man. I, that's insane. I didn't even know that until I yeah. came on the show. 1400 matches. I don't know if, I don't know if I've done anything 1400 times. Maybe finish, <laughs> maybe finish the pizza or, 1400 times but, <laughs> yeah, that, that's good for her man it's a lot She's, of matches that's but no, that, matches. and that's what you need you need those people everybody like i said you know can't always be at the top all the time and but you need that person that could step in with like you know the next big thing and guide them like, and just a locker room leader she's been yeah. like I oh mean, yeah it's, it's absolutely fantastic and i mean if if the wwe does not honor her in some way after she has finished her in-ring career i will be so sour about that i mean th th there's absolutely no reason why natalia should not have like you said plugo another run give her another run mm -hmm. for a championship name even if they the don't Battle give Royal. her the championship but yes like exactly like name something after her make sure that while she's alive that you put her into the uh Oh, They're she's all of fame. And I yeah, don't think anybody's right? like, ever said anything bad about her except for Summer Rae. And that's a deep cut. You have to watch Total Divas to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? right? You watch right. Total Divas, bro? Bro. 
my wife that's how she uh, got into this blame stuff. it on the wife no she blame watched, it on the wife she watched it i watched it's not i mean it's early the <laughs> early years were just like behind the scenes that the they got into some other stuff later on to kind of keep the ratings going but early yeah, on yeah. it was a lot of like behind the scenes work and i think yeah. like i said the only person that was like i can't stand her summer ray but you know who summer how many matches summer rays wrestled 1400 not 1400 so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah somebody uh, who probably is not going to be wrestling anymore and i think i am perfectly okay with this and i think you guys will probably agree with me as well we are talking about naya jacks so it's pretty much come out that naya jacks has uh, said that she pretty much is done with professional wrestling uh she had said this in a response to a twitter post that somebody had put out where a fan account of naya jacks changed its name to naya's real name and said, oh, Nia Jax, new ring name. And Nia Jax kind of responded and yeah, uh, says, hey, um, I think you're looking a little too far into this. That's actually my given birth name. So, um, yeah. And I don't think you'll be seeing me anytime soon. Pretty much is what the tweet had said. Yeah. Um I think she's done and, and I'm definitely okay with that. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? JPJ, we'll start with you. What do you think of uh, Nia Jax being done? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in that same boat. I feel like, um, she was given an opportunity, right? And I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say she didn't earn the opportunity. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, there were always these complaints of how she was a little reckless. She did hurt people uh, and things like that. I don't know. I'm, I, for me, it's one of those things where, like, and again, I don't know her as a person, so whatever. But, like, are we sure that she ever really, like, loved doing wrestling? You know what I mean? Like, was it not just, hey, this could be a good opportunity for me, and I think I could be good at it. Let me try it out. And she had, she was, she was a champion. Like, she, I mean, it wasn't, she... They pushed her. They still pushed her. She beat Charlotte. <laughs> like, you know, like she, they pushed her. Um, but I don't know if she was ever like, yeah, like I super duper love wrestling. She might have. I don't know. But I don't know. Bro, I just feel like. watch Total Divas, bro. Well, I know. Yeah. And I, but I feel like towards <laughs> the, I feel like towards the end, like she got into like literally a real fight with Charlotte in the ring in one of her last matches. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like they were throwing, throwing hands at each other. Um, so I don't know. I kind of got the vibe that she was kind of done with it for a while. I feel like even like when she was performing, it was like, eh, you know, there was nothing to it. If that made sense. I mean, she, I always defended her early yeah. on because I thought, you know, she's new. They pushed her pretty fast. I mean, her NXT yeah. run, I think was like two or three matches at best. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you know, there's some recklessness in the ring. I mean, there's, there's male wrestlers that are reckless in the ring are still getting pushed oh, yeah. in the moon, right? So, <laughs> <Sin Cara>. I just, <laughs> yeah. but I just mean like, and we, but I again, I don't know, I don't know her, I don't know if she loved wrestling, you know, as much, but I can imagine it left a bad taste in her mouth. I mean, if you think about it, it was she was picked on 
constantly for yeah. everything because she was bigger was she was a little red so i mean it was just easy fruit for her and it maybe she didn't want to deal with that anymore now i joked earlier today that maybe she's going the cm punk route and saying she's never going to wrestle again and then seven years later she's selling out <laughs> the united center i don't know i never want to see a wrestler's career just end and i hope that there's a chance she comes back but if her heart's not in it so be it you know she had a good run she tried it out i'm sure there'll be opportunities for her to do other things i think you know watched old diva she's 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 a lot of fun but she was playing a character of being like angry all the time and so she was playing up the social media like yeah i broke becky lynch's face but that was her job yeah but the person yeah. inside maybe it wasn't for her, maybe because like i said like you you follow a nia Jax thread on twitter and it can get pretty nasty pretty quick <laughs> yeah and, uh, you know maybe it's just we got to be better internet wrestling community if you want to make <laughs> if you want to critique the in-ring stuff that's fine but you don't got to take them shots come on guys but no, I don't know what that is. But yeah, her not being there, I don't think it makes a brace. I don't think they know what to do with her. Honestly. I just don't think they knew what to do with her after Fair. she made the run. It was all right. But is she you know, going to have a Roman Reigns 500-day championship reign? Probably not. Because what can you really build on? I mean, they pretty much built it on bullying was the, every time. Yeah. Either she's bullying somebody or they're bullying bullying her, and that's all they did with it. Yeah. Sure. Before we get to our showstopper segment, we are going to have a quick commercial break here. With that, I'm going to leave everybody with this thought here. A lot of people don't like Riho winning matches simply because of how tiny she is. Man, wait till I tell you about a wrestler named Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. My name is Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Ted 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but you'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No! Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Price is so low, they're insane! Won't be angry, but will so do I. 
at ovwrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too! ovwrestlingnetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? ovwrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. <laughs> to this edition of Turnbuckle Talk. Two of my favorite commercials ever to play on this broadcast. Special thanks goes out to Color and Elbow Brand. All the guys over there, founder Al Snow. I've got a photo of him sitting right over there, autographed. I love that man to death. As you see, I am wearing my Color and Elbow Branded sweater as well as my Color and Elbow Branded hats. As always, and just for all of you, we have a special discount code. Go and check out CollarAndElbowBranded.com. Use promo code JKPODCAST, and you are going to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase, whether that is brand new merchandise or clearanced merchandise absolutely amazing stuff coming from collar and elbow brand so this week's showstopper segment we have got a special guest we're just waiting on that special guest here just for a moment they've uh, kind of popped in popped out popped in popped out so i don't know exactly what is going on there but we're gonna have somebody special coming on here somebody that uh, some of you might not know some of you may know hopefully i get a text message or something here let me know what's going on. And there we go. This person has popped in. So let us bring him on screen. Everybody welcome. One of the people that was so instrumental in getting all of this started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Mighty Joe for our show stopper segment. Mighty Joe, my friend. Oh, it's so good to see you on this screen. How have you been? Oh, not too bad. Can you guys hear me, first of all? Yes. yes. Okay, good, because I came on with my usual kind of setup, and it didn't work. So on the fly, uh, I'm using the AirPods, and hopefully it sounds okay. It sounds okay. <laughs> sounds okay. Mighty yeah, man, Joe it, in the a, house! Yeah. <laughs> it has been a hot minute. Um, like I had mentioned, you know, I, I wasn't permanently going away. I just... Things got really busy, and uh, I—I literally, guys, I've—I have not watched a second of professional wrestling since I have left this program. It's—it's been—it's uh, been pretty crazy. But uh, I've been kind of uh, lingering in the background and watching what you guys have been doing, and I've been digging. I've been just happy that you guys have taken what uh, I helped start and uh, to make it where it is now. So I'm, I'm very pleased with uh, what you guys have been doing in my absence. Well, I'm just super happy that you were able to come on this week. This is fantastic. And this Showstopper segment is actually tailored to you because I know through one of our other friends, Mr. Ryan K. Bowman over at Sports Kita, uh, you had left a comment on one of his posts here. Now, this is uh, in regards to, as if you saw the graphic before, we're talking promo woes. We're talking the recent promo between MJF and CM Punk from AEW that I know you did get to see, Mighty Joe. You did tell me that, so that is absolutely fantastic, and I'm glad that you did get to see it. Um, I know that you have a very hot take on this, so I'm going to let you go first on this, and then we'll go with the other panelists. 
Well, like I had mentioned, I, I haven't watched any professional wrestling that partially by choice and just partially just because, you know, my shoe job has me incredibly busy with me taking on more responsibility. There just isn't enough time in the day, in the week, in the month to do these things. But I do still catch the occasional thing on YouTube and why not. And this segment with Punk and MGF was definitely something that I did watch. Uh, it, it looked like that they, they posted the majority of, of that segment. And I will say right off the hop, I am not going to totally shit all over this segment because I thought that there were some good aspects to it. I thought there were some good shots taken. But something that I used to rail on a regular basis when I was still um, doing this show here was that I, I felt that AEW took too many cheap shots at the other company being WWE. And the segment just, in my opinion, was no different than that. I thought that I, I was I was expecting them to maybe think outside the box a little bit more and kind of not, as Punk mentioned, reaching for that you know low dangling fruit. I'm probably not using the right words there. The low hanging fruit, I think, was what he said there. But um, it just felt like there were some unnecessary shots taken. And, and it's the type of thing that I feel like that the people are praising, but then when say if the WWE does it, which I mean it kind of was done recently, then people crap all over that. It's it's that big double standard that is clearly existing on this push and pull with these two companies. And like I said, you know, I thought there were some good aspects to this segment, uh, particularly from MJF's end, but I just I, I felt like there were just a few too many shots taken at the WWE just for the sake of taking a shot. I don't think that it's, uh, it really moved the segment further of taking those shots. So now I don't know, and you probably have not seen this, but the WWE actually retorted in their mm -hmm. own way to this. Yeah. Where You did see that? I did hear about that, yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah. um, we, we had this interaction between Edge and The Miz. Yeah where Edge actually said, you have people saying your name just to get a cheap <laughs> reaction. You live yeah. rent-free in a lot of heads. And then he also made mention to uh, pretty much abandoning John Morrison and then John Morrison getting fired yeah. from the company. But it's, yeah, like you said, it's a little bit of a pull, uh, a little give, a little take that's going on. And uh, did AEW maybe take a little bit more liberties? Maybe, maybe. Um, JPJ, what are you thinking on that? I mean, I love that promo. So <laughs> I thought it was the best thing of wrestling I've seen maybe this year. Uh, I mean, it. I'm all for it on all ends. I think WWE should do it more. Like, who the who cares? It's fun. They should make fun of each other. Like that. That I'm I'm all for that. Like I enjoy that type of stuff. And I think. When you watch the promo, there were a few, you know there were a few MJF said hustle loyalty respect, but in the presence of the promo, that made sense because that's what CM Punk has been since he showed up. He's been the happy, I'm happy to be here guy. You know the the Miz line. You're just a less famous Miz. That's yeah. true. That's true. I, that's I think true. that. I think it would be much more effective, especially with WWE still being the company, as far as I know. I know a big god for a little while, <laughs> but I mean, they're they're still the company. Was I mean, if you're going to do this back and forth, 
just go go like don't like hold back. So I think because AEW is basically name and names, and then WWE is kind of like, well, there's some person saying something or other. Just just come out with that. Just say oh, the I names. Agree. They don't say the place. I agree. I, th- I think then it would be more effective, and I think that would be more perceived as WWE flexing flexing the big dick. That hey, we're we're still the the big yeah. guys here in town. And we don't care. Sorry. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. And I, and I agree with that, but I think the problem there is like AW exists in a wrestling world where they acknowledge that other wrestling exists. WWE exists in the WWE universe. And if you're not in the WWE universe, that nothing else has ever happened. So I think that's kind of right. where that problem yeah. is like Daniel. And I know you said you haven't watched, you know, in a while but like brian danielson cut a promo a couple weeks ago on hangman page challenged him to a fight the night after he won the title and he said well when i won the title at wrestlemania and he said wrestlemania i fought the next night and it was like okay and that but you know like they everyone knows where these people have been you know what i mean like if anybody and cm punk has a certain he we CM Punk was there. He was in WWE. A lot of wrestling fans know CM Punk strictly from WWE. I would say a lot of wrestling fans. Yes. Um, So when he says those things about WWE, I think when it's him or it's certain people, it kind of, I don't know. For me, like I said, I wish both of them would do it way more often. I know AEW does it more often, but WWE does it. Like Triple H said his father-in-law was going to buy a pissant company on Raw. Like, you know, like right. they do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wish yeah. that they all did it more because whether they want to admit it or not, like it's competition. They're competing with each other that, you know, and I, why not? Just why not? Did, can I, did how, any, how did, I'm thinking of did anybody, it. did anybody bat an eye when Hangman Page brought up Kenny Omega and Abushi from New Japan? No, the WWE factor. But that's what I'm saying. Like right. AEW isn't isn't just exclusively talking. They they don't let that. They keep their fans like they know that when MJF burst onto the scene, who was the first person we compared him to? The Miz. They they know that CM Punk has a history. They're basically saying, "Look, you're a wrestling fan. We know you watch everything else. We're gonna talk about it." And I think in this particular promo setting, they did a good job with it because it was MJF, because it was CM Punk, and it was in the story. What else are they going to talk about? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like CM Punk's it's been like, there for like two months. <laughs> it's 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 like WWE still in in that bubble, even though it's it's clearly burst. They mm-hmm. think that they're still in their bubble, and that you know nothing outside of us exists yeah. or matters. I think that's part of the problem. It's, it, it, it's it's like the, it's like there's the end joke and they're the only ones that aren't in on it. Correct. Yeah, and then, but then yeah, they, yeah, and they continually, as fans, as fans, they 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 you know insult our intelligence. We know. Like I brought this up. I can't remember who I was talking to. AJ Styles. They act like AJ Styles has never wrestled anywhere right. else. Yeah. yeah, and he's but really only been man, there for like six years yeah, or that, something like that. that. You know what I mean? Has one of the story yeah, yeah. most storied careers of all time. They took a man yeah, like yeah. Samoa Joe, who is well decorated, and made him start over in NXT. Like we know that AEW, yeah, they're taking some shots, and like I like it too. I'm on JPJ side, but 
they're also not insulting me when I show up and I see, you know, CM Punk. I know he was in the WWE and yeah. he was, you know, and now he's doing the hoorah. I'm CM Punk. I'm so happy to see everybody. And MJF's calling him on it. Yeah, and he's saying, you know. I mean, I can't argue it. I, I wish I could in this circumstance. I think that the promo was fine and, and it wasn't necessarily it's... like shots. But at the same time, in the WWE side of things, they're sitting there going, well, you're the reason it's, my friends got fired. That's, that's true. Yeah, like that's my last, day. Last no, yeah, no like yeah, I don't know. It's don't interesting know. because I mean, like clearly the same audience is watching both shows. We, you know, when you drop the Miz line, you can see the people reacting to the crowd. They, oh, they, they yeah. obviously know what's going on, right? And you just you still see, you know, and given I'm, I have a little bit of an outsider view and opinion now, but it still seems as though that you know WWE. They, they give you what they want, and then like AEW seems to really give that they're giving the audience what, what, what the, the fans clearly want, they respect their fans' intelligence, and then not on the other side, right? Obviously, it's you know, WWE is just like, we're gonna do what you what we're gonna do, and mm-hmm. if you like it, good, if not, then we're just gonna pretend that everything is hunky dory, billions of dollars, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, there's, there's but, no but, reason for them to change, they just had right? the two, the biggest two quarters they're, of their. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll say it again. The WWE is like the, the Toronto Maple Leafs of professional hockey, regardless of whether they suck or they win or whatever, making the money. Yeah. And that's what it yeah, is. What they it don't is. have to change. Nothing, nothing has happened no, to them. There's no incentive to force them to change. There's no, there's no incentive in- to correct. change they're, because they're, they're just billions making money hand over fist. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And I think billion dollar company, but I mean, WCW yeah. during the attitude era, didn't I mean Bischoff? That was his whole move. Was like I'm going to do exact opposite of the WWE. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take shots at the more just to get there. And then eventually, he did take you know tailor it off a little bit because he was the getting the viewership. I mean, he still took the shots here and there, and we loved that back then. And Vince took yeah. shots at them, and <laughs> didn't didn't the WWE invade WCW back then? So I think like there's room for it if it's in good taste and good fun. It would be great. It would be nice to see if if it was it would actually push WWE to try and outdo AEW, but it just it, it feels like especially you know just content wise and some of the match wise. Like I said, I haven't watched hardly anything, but I have mm-hmm. been catching up, you know little highlights here and there. But it just it feels like AEW really is killing it right now, yep. and WWE is just kind of still trucking along, or if anything, taking a huge step backwards, letting a lot of people go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was really hoping that this would kind of push WWE to try and improve, but it just it's just not having that effect this time, or at least it's taking a little while to happen. Yeah. You know, it, like I, I was watching while before I came on here, and I really do think that you know whether it be like a Disney or an Amazon or what, I, th- I think obviously we're at the point where like one of these companies needs to buy this up and bring in like a, a great mind for the business and, and really make a move here to, to try. Cause I, in my opinion, again, we have an outsider here that I think AEW is outperforming oh, yeah. uh, WWE when it comes to the wrestling content right now. Yeah. Now, I mean, to, I, to, I go ahead. Sorry. To, to go along with that. Now, do, do you think that maybe the WWE has learned from their past mistakes and growing pains especially with what happened with wcw and 83 weeks do you really think that you know like that they want to really go full force into something 
and maybe jeopardize another 83 weeks of not being number one. Now, I I get that, you know, kind of what they're doing right now can still jeopardize that. But if they were to go full force and be like, we're going to shit all over AEW on our programming, you're going to be pushing people over to AEW's programming Mm -hmm. because they're going to go, well, what's so great over there that you're shitting all over? That's fair. Right? That's Yeah. I would agree with that. But again, like I said earlier in the show, people watching more wrestling is good for wrestling. So if that works, it works, right? If it gets more viewership on AEW, which boosts their numbers up. I just think they're very stagnant. And I think to Mighty... You know Joe's point, which hey man, I'm so happy to see. I miss you. <laughs> you too, man. Yeah. But um, we uh, you know, the WWE is just holding steady because they're they don't want to screw up the ship for a potential Disney buyer or Amazon or their next big TV deal. But if we're talking strictly just TV deals, like TNT is getting a pretty sweet like. It's what fifty million dollars a year for AEW, and they're hitting decent numbers in all the target demos, and and you're paying a quarter of a billion dollars for the WWE to get in the main in the main demo, which you know they care about. They push Raw. They've beaten Raw multiple times, Dynamite, multiple times. Raw two weeks ago did like a one point seven on the third hour. Like that's not, you know, like. It's not just a wrestling fan. Oh, this show is boring. Like it, the ratings have steadily declined for years and years and years. They signed the yeah. biggest TV contracts in the history of their company. I can't imagine that Fox is sitting there thrilled that they're only getting 2 million viewers a week when they probably <laughs> were expecting double that. They were expecting double that. And, right. and it's not, the Roman stuff is good, but everything else is the same stuff we see week after week after week that we've seen for year after year after year after year. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well. Just think, I wonder you know, if Fox renews that contract. I'm, not for the amount of money they so, paid for it. Uh, it would I be a big a, pay how, cut. <laughs> let's say, I wonder for how much longer and if Fox is going to – I mean, you, you would think that uh, as a company like that, given what's going on, there would be – some buyers or marks at least a little bit from a few people, but uh, damn, like you know, like I said, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Like I said, for I have like I've not been watching much, but uh, from what I have seen from with AEW now, with uh, one of my favorite companies, New Japan, more stuff happening there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's cool, right? So yes. that's uh, that's a win-win. And uh, just thank God, there's a lot of alternatives out there. Well, some going away, like one of my favorite companies, Ring of Honor, kind of in jeopardy there. But um, yeah, uh, I'm just kind of waiting to see kind of what happens. And yeah. uh, like I said, I don't get to watch much wrestling anymore. And unfortunately, you know, it's it, it took me getting out of this to get Nia Jax to quit wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here, real quick, just to, just to oh. add into the mix, I don't think the WWE or the, sorry, but like. Like I just pulled up YouTube. Um, you know, the, the Miz uh, Edge segment did almost like almost eight hundred thousand views. Just that segment alone, right? So yeah. the WWE's into just content creation. And I think I mean I heard I believe it was like a Jimmy Fallon or something said, you know, not every tonight show has to be a smash in the ratings as long as I get the one segment that gets me 
a million impressions on Twitter, a million impressions on Facebook, right? Gets, gets them social media going, and then you hope to generate revenue from that as well. So I don't know. It's We're in a weird era, right? It used to be black and white, just who was watching, who wasn't. Now it's... it's short little pieces of content mm-hmm. that people want now. You know, it's, it's getting it's harder and harder to get people to sit down to something an hour, two, three hours long, if possible, you know, if you're watching a Zack Snyder movie or something. But, I mean... Um, for now, it's like if you're over five minutes, you're losing the attention span of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how many times have we said, pub, I mean, people have said like, oh, you know, Raw, I catch what I catch on YouTube and I'll watch, you know, the important right. stuff because a lot of it's filler. And Ed, do not bring up the peacock to me right now. Yeah. I don't oh. care how much they paid for <laughs> yeah. that. Well, they, if they I were going to drop a whole lot of money on that, um, they should have made it better. That it. app sucks. <laughs> Still bad, eh? It's still bad. Oh, yeah. brutal. It's and the thing is, it's not just the WWE yeah. content. Like the whole Where's the money going to? Huh? It's such a weird layout. Like I get they were trying to be different than some of the other streaming services, but if it ain't broken, man, don't fix it. It's so weird. Like they have a this partnership with Fox, but then the the content streaming is on a competitor on NBC. Yeah, NBC. It's, it's weird, right? That what might not be a coincidence of why it's crap on NBC when Things are seemingly okay on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, right? Just to give uh, everybody an idea of what you're listening to right now. So Ed comes into the chat and he says, (laughs) NBC Universal doubled down (laughs) and spending all that money to bring the network to Peacock. There's no buyer's remorse there. So that's where all of that rant and rave came from. We're never gonna get invited <laughs> back. We're just a real. Oh, oh man, no nah, man. The peacock that app sucks. That Sorry, app, that oh. app sucks. Sorry. Oh, I just, should be better. And who knows? Like this, this in these conversations like fascinate me because, like you said, there's the Fox aspect and the NBC, and they both have their own set of needs in terms of. Mm-hmm. Sh- and how do you please two major networks that are ultimately competing with one another? For their views, their ratings, like it's a weird dynamic. I know the WWE's mindset is let's just get that money from whoever wants to take it. Like I never thought that they would sell that network. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some analytic genius that knows the ins and outs. But I thought what they had on that network was fine. And then like I was shocked when I found out that they sold it off. And I was like, what? What's going? And then you know it's just it doesn't matter what it is. They're going to sell it to whoever's going to buy it. And they're just going to keep making that money because they have those investors. So ultimately at the end of the day, to tie a bow on this conversation is I don't think the WWE gives two shits what the AEW is doing because they're all about just pleasing those investors. They don't care about. And I don't want to even say that as a negative, like you're a business, do your thing, care about the bottom line. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. But at the same time, it does affect us. I I do have to say that uh, for those of you in the United States, please be happy that with Peacock that you actually get King of Queens. Yeah, it's an awesome library Mm. of the WWE Network on 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 the on the cock. Do you do you have the full library on the cock? No, No, they haven't updated it yet. Every time I go hop on the cock. There, okay. the whole, the whole <laughs> library coming favorite. to between two beards. We're gonna have specials once a month called Hopping oh, on the Cock. Jesus. And we're gonna have watch alongs. Hopping on the Cock. Sorry, Spencer. Sorry, Spencer. No, You're it's Peacock. Me. What? Peacock. Come on, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, Come on, bro. 
Come on. No, but when they they We're all adults put everything over there, yeah. So <laughs> okay, and like it, it, said, you know it, it's incredibly all over the place, like because it's on the Peacock Network, so okay. they've sprinkled in all like <clears throat> Young Rock, right? All the Rocks movies, or and it's just mm-hmm. it's it's just not streamlined anymore. Like I can't just type in Raw 1995 episode. Really. And it just pops up. It won't do no. that. I tried and, it today. You can't find like yeah. old NWA and, stuff. Like it's it's just impossible. So they they when they first transferred over, they did it in batches. So not everything was there right away. It was here's a batch, here's a batch. But like Plugo said, it's out of order too. So it's like you you try to go watch something, and and the way it's on there is by seasons. So it doesn't say 1997, 1998. It's well, season one, season four. Season, season one of the Royal Rumble, <laughs> episode one, because there's only that one. It doesn't make any sense. And it correct. Is- correct. Correct. <laughs> it does not. I mean, it is $4.99 for the basic package. Yes, it's cheap. As opposed to the $9.99. Yes. So it better nice. be cheap. Since I've gotten the Peacock app, I watch... As li- I used yeah, to have the less. WWE network on yeah. like background, just I could mm-hmm. pop something on and just and it would keep it playing. It doesn't it doesn't even do that really. Yeah. Like it's it's a mess, and I hope they figure it out I, because if we have to deal with this mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel like that's been the difference for me too. Is like when I had the network, even if I wasn't watching the network, the network was on a lot of the time because it was just easy to have there. Peacock is not like I probably watch the least amount of wrestling besides the live shows that I watch every week than ever, because it's just not a good app to deal with. It's not a good app to deal with. And for us in Canada, it's kind of the same thing. Unfortunately, Uh, like we, we have to subscribe through our cable television provider, but once you do that, then you can log on to the website. Like it, like it was before. Yeah. That, for whatever reason, and it wasn't just me, Joe. So, I mean, this is to clarify for you as well. I, I, I researched it. I looked it up. Lots of people were getting to the point where they would be watching 10 minutes of programming and it would just shut you right out. You would have to log back in everything. Now, Sportsnet has the WWE Network available on the Sportsnet app. SN Now fantastic and i'm like 14.99 okay they're charging me full price i don't care whatever i'll spend that every month because 14.99 for a pay-per-view instead of 60 dollars for a pay-per-view hell yes yep but it doesn't have the full library you go and click on like um saturday night's main event there's one episode (laughs) you click you click on like uh stone cold's podcast there's two episodes oh, like, terrible. are you kidding me right now? And then you can't even go back and look at or search for any past pay-per-views. Mm. If a pay-per-view happens, they leave it up there for about two weeks time or until the next one that yeah. you can go and watch it. But like, mm. no, if you're charging mm. me $15 a month, please give me the full library. And you can't oh. you can't hop in like let's say you start the pay per view at nine o'clock because of whatever mm. you can't 
watch then, it live. You can't. You just join it live. You can't catch yeah, up. Yeah, that's a that's a big order. issue. If you got to work yeah. and you have to start the pay per view late when you, you hop on Peacock, you can't start from the beginning. You have to wait till the event's over to start from oh, the beginning. Like, wow. It's like, oh, it's nine fifteen. The show's been on since eight. Well, guess what? You're starting to watch it at nine fifteen. Yeah, it's like yeah. live. Yeah, and so, then you get something like uh, like like the Fight TV app. And I mean uh, that that works like fantastic. Yeah, that's I mean, been great. Even, I've had no issues. It, with it, that. It, it it syncs up when you're watching. You can pick up another device. Mm-hmm. The guy just the other day, um, on the last uh, all out, it, it after all these months, it, like it, it saved where I was at last time. It just picked up right where I left off. Yeah, uh, it tracks all the other stuff that you purchase. It's easy to search out specific content that you watch. I, I don't understand why the biggest wrestling company in the world can't. Hire or figure out this back end, the logistics of this part. I don't, I don't understand, uh, other than it just being by choice or just a, a lack of caring. Well, and at this point. Know, Pl- Plugo mentioned investors, right? I truly think when you watch the product and you watch it week after week, which for as much as I, I beat, I bag on WWE, I still watch the product every week. I want the product to be good. I like the performers that are there. Um, I think that creative Vince, whoever's, you know, Vince makes the final decisions. I think the only people that he is aiming to please and make sure that are truly happy are his investors. Cause I think the product proves that he doesn't really care if the fans are that happy or not. Cause he knows it doesn't matter. They're watching the shows. They're coming to the events. They always have. And he thinks they always will. And they probably always will. Right. Um, I honestly think as long as the, the the checkbook looks good and the investors are happy and their bank accounts look okay, that's all Vince cares about. And I think that's where we're at, and that's why we've seen this stagnant product for – it's been a long time. It's been a long yeah. time right now. Yes, yeah. it has. Well, with all of that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of Turnbuckle Talk. A special thanks to JPJ and Pluggo for at the last minute hopping in and saving my ass because I would have had to go on this alone. I definitely could have done because, well, I've done it before. I go on TikTok Live once in a while. I'm pretty much talking to myself. Um, I talk to myself all the time. Anyways. But you did. You did. Marathon <laughs> man. It was 5 a.m. I'm getting ready for work and I'm like, what is Carl doing? It's so early in the morning. And they're like, I've been at this for three hours. And I'm like, go to bed. Yeah, I was. I started it at two. I was there. I was on until about 545 that morning. It was just yep. It was yep. good. So I, I was just... just like, he's crazy, man. <laughs> crazy. Normally with my shoot job, I'm working night shifts. So I have to, I'm up all night. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Your body clock's like, yeah, we're supposed to be up right now. I used to work nights too. So it's tough (laughs) on your days off to go to bed at a decent hour because your body's like, no, party time. (laughs) Fair enough. It's like, screw you. We're staying up. That's all it does. And a very, very special thank you to, yes, that is right. Oh, yes. The mighty one, mighty Joe. For gracing us with his presence for today's showstopper <laughs> segments that, yes, was tailor designed just for the mighty one, because that's what we do here. We okay. aim to please on this program. Hopefully everybody has been. If you have been pleased, then please go and check out 
our friends and our sponsors. First off, go and check out, as you heard earlier, Collar and Elbow Brand. CollarandElbowBrand.com. Go over there and get yourself 10% off when you use promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout on brand new or clearanced merchandise. And check out our friends over at Phoenix fnxfit.com if you're looking for health supplements workout supplements and some workout gear go and check out phoenix at fnxfit.com while you're there use promo code tbtalkpod and you're going to get yourself 15% off your entire purchase Thank you so much to StreamYard for being such an amazing platform and allowing us to do video podcasts. It has been absolutely fantastic, and it has been amazing for Mighty Joe and myself when we were doing Turnbuckle Talk. And now as I continue it on, it is an amazing platform, and I absolutely love it. And I don't think that we would have as many people on as we do if it weren't for Love Wrestling. January 1st, 2021 is when Love Wrestling started and it has only grown to be huge. And we thank everybody that has gone through and whether it's watched a program, subscribed to the YouTube, the Twitch, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok even. Anything that you have done to show support for Love Wrestling is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. And if you're looking for any other content, go and check out Turnbuckle Studios on YouTube. These episodes of Turnbuckle Talk will drop on Turnbuckle Studios, as well as maybe some Turnbuckle Rewind episodes when we're able to put out content that is not copyright protected, as well as once a month, I unbox the Pro Wrestling Crates from ProWrestlingTees.com, so you can check out that subscription box and mystery box as well. Again, thank you so much to everybody for coming by. This has been absolutely amazing and fantastic to have everybody and the interaction with the fans. We absolutely love it. Thank you so much for watching. For JPJ, for Plugo, and for the Mighty One, this is Turnbuckle Talk. We will see you on the next one. Oh,